Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No question. I know. And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Oh, The Pain podcast. Friday, August 11th, 2023. The Joe Beningo, The Pain podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. By a needed discount tire. By our friends, of course, at DraftKings. Now, Monday, because I was breaking down our trip to Canton, I really didn't have time to go off on the disgrace that the New York Mets have been this summer. I, I I didn't. I really didn't. And I gotta tell you, I am one ticked off Met fan. Let, let's let's be honest, Met fans. They hosed us this year. You know, I understand. You know, the team wasn't playing well and they were underachieving and all it is and on and on. The biggest payroll, the highest payroll in the history of Major League Baseball and all that. But did they really have to dismantle this team like they did? Did they really have to basically? Give us a sentence of complete meaningless baseball for the last two and a half months of the year. I mean, really, seriously. Were they really that far? Just think about it right now, okay? Think about where the Mets are right now. There's seven games out of the last wild card spot. Now they're not, now look, they're 10 games under 500. You know, they're not, obviously, they're not making any run this year. We all know that. But take a look at the Yankees. The Yankees. A five and a half games out of the last wild card spot and fight and sinking fast, fast. Right? They have no pitching. Herman is done for the year. He had an alcohol problem, right? Big deal for the perfect game. Severino's been an out and out disaster, right? I mean, you know, outside of Garrett Cole, you know, maybe Cortez is coming back. Carlos Rodan has been a, a disgrace. So the Yankees, you know, but they didn't unload the world. And they got a lot of guys I'm sure they'd love to get rid of. Giancarlo, LeMayu, maybe even Rizzo. But the Mets dumped everybody. Look, the David Robinson trade bothered me, okay? They really, it bothered me when they traded Robinson. They got two 18-year-old kids back that, if you ask me, are probably never seeing the light of day as Mets. Never, ever, ever will they see City Field, okay? But I wasn't that upset. They traded Scherzer. Look. Don't let the door heat in your ass on the way out if you're Max Scherzer, all right? I mean, let's let us let us be honest about that, too, okay? Not that he was terrible with the Mets, but every big game he pitched, he stunk. I mean, just right on down the line. And then, of course, the day before they trade him, he finally pitches a good game against the crummy Nationals, big freaking deal. And you can't tell me that he didn't seal his fate by going to management and saying what the hell was going on here, and then all of a sudden, less than 24 hours later, uh, he's out the door. See you, Max. And he's on his way to the Texas Rangers. 
But when they traded Verlander, that was it. That's when they pulled the rug out from under us for the rest of the season. They didn't have to trade. They really have to trade this guy. And I understand he got two decent prospects. You know, Cohen paid a lot of the money. He paid a lot of the money on Scherzer and all of that. You know, then they unloaded Canna, big deal. They still paid $3 million on Canna. And then they unloaded uh, Tommy Pham. I think they traded Sonny Leon, too. Nobody's missing him. Too bad they couldn't get rid of Adovino. Boy, he stinks, doesn't he? Oh, Adovino's <laughs> terrible. But they really, <clears throat> they really hosed this this year. They really did. They were just starting to play decent baseball. They'd won three of the last three. They, they took three out of four. I know it's Washington, but they took three out of four. And they weren't that far out of the wild card. And then everybody in front of them started losing. Maybe they would have been somehow made their way into the playoffs, at least giving us a meaningful run the rest of the year. Instead of what we got to see now, all these minor league AAA players that are never going to make the team. Rafael Ortega, who is 30 years old. This guy, do we really need to see this guy? Rafael Ortega? This guy, Aruz already, whatever his name is at second base, the guy with the dreads. Really? This guy, we need to see this guy? He stinks. Why is he here? I still got to see DJ Stewart. Can't figure that out, why he's on this team. You know, tell me, please, somebody tell me what the deal is with him. Daniel, Bogle, Daniel Vogelback seemed like he's got a lifetime contract as a Met. I mean, he, I mean, he's been brutal all year. He's still here. They got all these garbage pitchers in the bullpen that, you know, certainly are not major leaguers. I mean, it's unbelievable what they did. And and and, and they still, <clears throat> to some reason, <clears throat> as I cough up a lung, still <laughs> do not have Ronnie Mauricio up here. Well, what's the, di- what's the story with Mauricio? Aren't you tired? He had two more home runs yesterday or whatever, two days ago. And I'm tired of hearing he doesn't have a position. Well, his position should be DH, all right? Let the kid come. When the hell are we going to see this kid? He should have been up here two months ago. When they brought everybody else up, Alvarez and Vientos and and uh, Beatty, who, of course, is back down in the minor leagues again because he was terrible. They got Vientos playing third base right now anyway. Alvarez obviously looks like he's going to be a star. But, I mean, what? How, why is this kid not up here? I mean, it makes no sense. You got all these guys that don't belong in the major leagues on this team right now. The other guy, Almonte, there's another guy, Almonte. Oh, my God. What is he doing here? <laughs> I mean, it just, it, it's really brutal. I, I, I'm, I'm, I really, I am so pissed off as a Met fan that they pulled the rug out from under us. What the hell is the story here, Uncle Steve? You said when you bought the team, Three to five years you wanted to win a championship. Well, now you pushed it back now because they're not going to contend next year. Are we going to see these guys they got in these deals? Are we going to see the young Acuna on his team next year? Are we going to see this kid Drew Gilbert on the team? Are we going to see this guy Clifford playing next year? They got in a deal for Verlander? Are we? I mean, I I really, I'm I'm disgusted here. And here's the other thing that bothers me too. I I, got to tell you, this really bothers the hell out of me. When are they going to sign Pete Alonzo, all right? Now, Pete's on a major tear right now, right? And I know yet, you know, maybe if he had hit a little earlier, maybe all this wouldn't have happened, I don't know. But right now, he's sitting at 35 homers and 87 RBIs. He's second in the, in the National League to Matt Olson and homers and RBIs. He's on his way to being the greatest everyday player the Mets have ever had. Homegrown guy, no less. 
He'll go by everybody. He'll go by Daryl. He'll go by David Wright. All, all of them. And why isn't there talk with all this money that's been going this way and that way? And let's be let's let's be honest about this too. Cohen saved money here. Yeah, he paid a lot of the contract of Scherzer. He paid a lot of the contract of Verlander, but he also got rid of a lot of money too. Think about it. He doesn't have to pay the full contract of Verlander and Scherzer anymore. Sure, he paid a portion of it, but not all of it. Isn't it time that this guy, all right, anties up and pays Alonso? What are you going to wait till he gets a free agency next year? Are we going to have to go through the same agita, the same anxiety, right, the same aggravation that the Yankee fans went through last year with Aaron Judge, you know, freaking out that he was going to sign with the San Francisco Giants? I, it's really, it's a disgrace. It's time to sign Alonzo. The guy's one of the premier power hitters in baseball right now. He's he's in the top two or three. There's not many that are better than him. All right? You want to tell me Otani's better? You want to tell me Judge is better as far as just a, a strict home run hitter? You want to give me that? Olsen, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. If Pete, <clears throat> if Pete didn't get hit in the wrist like he did against the Braves, you know, two months ago, Thank you, Charlie Morton. And, of course, as I've said a million times, he hit him on purpose. We, we all know that. He'd be leading the National League now at homers and RBIs. And he's on his way to – he still may hit 50 homers this year. He's got 35. It's August 11th. 50's not out of the question. He's clearly going to be over 40 and over 100 RBIs. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Let's go, Steve. Oh, you, you got to pay this guy. And I don't like what I hear from some, you know, I, I don't like what I hear from different people when it comes to Alonzo. I really don't. Well, if he stays a man, what do you mean if he stays a man? What does that mean, if? There should be no question about it. I hear it on TV, too, <clears throat> with Cohen and Darling and, and Keith. Not so much Keith. But from Cohen, because Cohen, let's be honest, Gary Cohen, as great as an announcer as he is, great, no doubt. They got this whole thing going now, 18 years with Gary, Keith, and Ron, and all this stuff, you know, right, all of that, great. They've been tremendous. Okay, fine. But Cohen also talks the party line. You know, sometimes you got to listen to what Cohen's saying because he's basically telling you what management is really thinking, all right? He's, he's, he's all part of that. Don't think he's not. Remember when Daniel Murphy, we go back to 2015, when Daniel Murphy was a free agent, right? And he lit it up. And Murphy had the unbelievable playoff run, the whole thing, right? Hitting home run after home run. The great series against the Cubs in the NLCS when they swept them and all that on the way to the World Series, right? And remember what Gary Cohen said. I'll never forget this, what Gary Cohen said. is I, I might sneeze. So anybody, you ready for this? I don't have, remember, there's no sneeze button here, so. <laughs> I'm blowing my nose. I'm like my wife. Here. My wife, like my wife will sneeze like 14 times in a row. And then, <laughs> then she, you know, oh, I can't get, oh, I, I feel like I got to sneeze, but I can't. Well, that's where I am now. And I always tell her, don't worry. It'll be, like I said, there'll be 14 of them coming soon. Right. It, maybe it is contagious. Let me have a little coffee here. <laughs> little Maxwell House. Good to the last drop. <sighs> but anyway, going back to Cohen. <clears throat> when Murphy was a free agent, remember what Cohen said? Cohen was, I mean, Murphy was what, net zero, something like that, right? 
basically saying, we're not resigning him. We're going to let him walk. What a disaster that was. And what did Murphy do? That he signs with Washington and then killed him. And he, he was like the MVP that year with the, with the Nationals. Remember that? Oh, my God. And every time he played the Mets, he killed them. He batted about 900 against the Mets that year. So, and, and, and then, getting back now to Alonzo, Cohen the other day was saying exactly what I just said. If Alonzo stays here, he'll be the greatest. He'll break every offensive record the Mets have ever had, <clears throat> right? He's already on his way to the I think he's got 181 career home runs already. And the record is 252 by Darrell, which has been the record for a long time. He's going to go by that standing still. But I don't like when I hear that. You know, there's no, what I should be hearing from the booth, okay, is, hey, or how about Keith saying, look, they got to sign this guy. How about Uncle Stevie anting up the jack right now to pay, to pay Alonzo? I'm worried about that. Can you imagine if they let Alonzo walk? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Alonzo playing for the goddamn Dodgers or something like that? Think about it. <clears throat> How's that make you feel? <clears throat> Please, what a disgrace. I- I'm ticked. I couldn't be more ticked off than I am. Alonzo's got to be signed. I mean, there's no two ways about it. And it should be done long before he hits free agency at, at the end of next season. Long before. What are they going to do? What- what's going to happen? They're going to have another lousy year next year because they're set up to have a lousy year next year, right? Even though they try to say, well, we're going we're gonna to contend while we rebuild or while we reload the farm system. Bullshit. No, you're not. You're not going to be any good next year. Who's pitching? What's the pitching staff? Senga, Quintana, and pray for rain? What? <laughs> I mean, really. That's like, well, that was the old days with the Braves when back when they were in Boston. It was uh, Spawn and Sane and pray for rain. That's going way back, late 40s, when they were the Boston Braves, before they were the Milwaukee Braves, and now the Atlanta Braves. But whatever. Nobody cares. But anyway. I mean, tell me, you think they're going to be any good next year? So what's going to happen? They're going to stink. We're going to get to the trading deadline. They're going to trade Alonzo? Oh, well, we got to restock the farm system. We'll get plenty for P. What? Don't worry. We'll resign him at the end of the year. Bullshit you are. Don't give me this. I'll tell you, man. I, I, I could not be more ticked. And what does this mean now next year? Does this mean that Uncle Stevie, with all his money and all his hedge funds and all his paintings and all of this, okay? Does this mean that he's not going after Otani now? And I don't know. I doubt Otani's coming here. I mean, everything you hear, he's going to want to stay on the West Coast. He wants to play for the Dodgers. I don't even hear he wants to play for the Dodgers, but it's kind of assumed that's where he's going to go, right? If he does leave Anaheim, who knows? Maybe they, Maybe he won't. But is he going to make a run for Otani? Is he going to at least be the highest bidder for Otani? He better be. I'm very ticked. I'm ticked. If you're a Met fan, you got to be pissed off. And when I watch these games, and they just took two out of three from the Cubs, when I watch these games, because I still watch them because I'm a Met fan, what am I going to watch? We're going to sit there locked into uh, preseason football, hard knocks, and all that nonsense. What a joke that is, by the way. It really is. It's a disservice to me, by the way. Can I say this? as a big-time Jet fan, that I have to watch Hard Knocks because I could give a damn less about it, right? Who cares? <laughs> you know? And the first episode was just basically licking Roger's ass, which you got to figure that was going to be. But, I mean, we still got two two months about. Of course I'm watching the games. I still care. And, by the way, 
They're playing Atlanta now. They got a four-game series with Atlanta starting tonight. I'm not sure who's pitching. You know, pitchers that probably bring up some clown from the minor league. <laughs> Whatever. I'll tell you one thing. I better see Ronald Acuna go down, get hit. I got to see payback this weekend for the for Charlie Morton hitting Alonzo, don't I? I better. I better see that this weekend. I don't want any crap. I want to go after Acuna. Not Olsen. Not anybody else on this freaking team. Not Ozzy Albies. No, no, no. Not Michael Harris. I want to go after Acuna. <laughs> I want to see him get hit. It's payback for Pete. I better freaking see it. I'm ticked. I'm, I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how ticked off a Met fan I am. I am so pissed off at what the Mets did here that they really hosed us. They hosed us. You can't tell me they weren't just maybe just starting to play decent baseball and would have made a run here. Come on. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. All right. Beningo, the Oda Paint podcast. Let me get my sponsors in here. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. What's wrong with you? Here we go. Got a lot of pregnant pauses today. Don't worry. Nobody's pregnant. God forbid that. All right. No, don't even. All right. The Hackensack Brewing Company. You know, our next live podcast is coming up September 1st. We'll have Evan Roberts there. And then don't forget, after that, uh, Fireman Ed, Ed Anzalone is going to be with us for some point. We'll let you know with the sometime during the season when that'll be. But coming up September 1st with Evan Roberts, our next live podcast at the Brewing Company. And you know the story. Um, 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, uh, right off Route 4 in beautiful Who Needs a House out in Hackensack, New Jersey. Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday. Uh, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Uh, check it out. Uh, come see Mike Jones and TJ and Homer Spookadere, Andre, Herb. And don't forget when you're there, make sure you have my Oh the Pain beer. Don't forget, it still has the baseball packaging for the Mets. There's a lot of scars on that packaging now. <laughs> As I blow my nose again, I got a runny nose today. I don't know what it is. And then before you know it, It'll be time for football, and we'll be back to the uh, Jet Green packaging. But don't forget, September 1st, the next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And, of course, Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. See my son, Johnny. See Ari, who's just a wonderful boss. They'll take care of you. Need, need work done on your car? It's the way to go. You need um, tires? Way to go. Need a car inspected? That's the way to go. We actually had a problem. I think I told you this a while ago. Starting our car with the key fob, as my wife calls it, a fob, not not bread fob, key fob, right? right. And and it would not, the little button you press, it wasn't working. It wouldn't start all the time. So we didn't notice. So I take it to Anita Discount Tire, and I give it to him, our buddy Rob, good friends with Johnny for a long time, terrific mechanic. And Rob says, you know, you could pop this button off and just start it with the, with the key. Like, I go, what? What are you talking about? He goes, no, 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 I'm telling you. So he pops the button off, sticks the key in, and turns and starts. What? <laughs> Nobody who knew. So this is the kind of stuff you get at a needed discount tire. You need work done on your car, all of that. That's the way to go. See Johnny, see Ari, see Rob over there, and they'll take care of you. Tell him 
Beningo sent you. And, of course, DraftKings, uh, just about a month or so away now from opening day. As a matter of fact, today is exactly a month till the opening night, Monday night game, Jets and Bills, a must-win for the Jets. You've heard me say that over and over again. Can't have all the insanity and all the hoopla and all the hysteria over Rodgers and then go out there and, and lay a major egg against Buffalo. Can't do it. Can't do it. So don't forget, once from now. Anyway, uh, check out DraftKings. You want to bet on anything, DraftKings is the way to go. They got the DraftKings Casino and all of that. Get it done. You see those commercials with Kevin Hart where he wants to be smacked in the mouth by all of it. You know, he's sitting there with the crab legs next to the waffles. You want to check all that out, okay? You know what I mean? And, I, you know, I don't see what is a correlation with waffles and crab legs, but, you know, nevertheless, I could eat the waffles. I can't eat the crab legs. Nobody really cares about that either. <clears throat> but anyway, that's what happens when you have the gout. But nevertheless, DraftKings will be back, and we're very excited for that. All right, Beningo, the Oh, the Pain podcast. How about the Yankees? What a disaster. They, you know, isn't it time? Yankees are three games over 500. Somehow they're still over 500. They're five and a half games out of the, uh, the last wild card, right? They're in last place in their division. They just lost two out of three to the crummy White Sox in Chicago. I mean, and how in the world? And then Hal Steinbrenner comes out and says, Brian Cashman's job is safe. How is that possible? If I'm a Yankee fan, I am beside myself with Brian Cashman. Now, he's done a tremendous job over the years as, as the GM and his team, right? He's been great. And I'm sure if the Yankees let him go, some team will give him a job immediately, right? But he's been there 25 years. It's time to go. They need a new voice there. The Yankees need a new voice. They really do. They're stale. You couldn't be more stale than the Yankees are right now. And I understand Aaron Judge and the injury, but what about these other guys that have been tagged? Giancarlo Stanton, what the hell happened to him? DJ LeMayu, really? Anthony Rizzo, he's been like the worst player in baseball for the last two and a half months. Talk about a guy that's fallen off the face of the earth. When your best everyday player is, uh, you know, Isaiah kind of Falefa, you got a problem. And that's pretty much been it outside, of course, of Judge. And I don't even pitch the Judge anymore. Why would you? Why would you ever pitch to him? And now you got these issues. You got Herman with the with the issue with the alcohol. He's done for the year. Severino, who's, you know, I've never seen a guy on a walk year of his contract have as bad a year as Luis Severino has had. He stinks. He's terrible. They even tried the other night with the White Sox to, you know, start an opener. That guy Hamilton, what's his name? Ian Hamilton, relief pitcher, pitched the first inning, pitched a clean, uh, you know, one, two, three, first inning. They put a Severino to start the second inning, and he got rocked. He still got killed. What a disaster he's been. I mean, right now, outside of Garrett Cole, I mean, who do you got confidence in in that rotation? I guess Clark Schmidt has been pretty good, right? He's been good. Cortez has been hurt, right? And I know the bullpen's been good, okay, but I mean, it isn't really that good when you get right down to it. What a disaster. What a disgrace the Yankees have been. And the Yankees still, the fans still fill the ballpark. You know, it's the trendy place to go and all of that. They give you the roll call out in right field. It's all wonderful, all sunshine and light. How much more can you take? And, and let's be honest. You really think the Yankees are making the playoffs? You really think so? And if they don't make the playoffs this year, how could Cashman, how could, how could Steinbrenner bring him back? How could you bring Aaron Boone back? There might be a mutiny. You might see a riot at Yankee Stadium 
if the Yankees don't make the playoffs this year and these guys come back next year. What a disaster. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm no Yankee fan. And I'm, you know, if you're a Met fan, you're kind of happy about what's going on there. But it's a disgrace. This is the Yankees. Right? You got, I mean, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, right? Yogi Berra, Reggie Jackson, Thurman Munson, Don Mattingly, Derek Jeter. What? Whitey Ford, Ron Guidry, Andy Pettit, Mariano Rivera. This is what you got now if you're a Yankee fan? What a disgrace. <laughs> no, it's a disgrace. And how are these guys still there? How can, can you? It's time now. You know, Hal Steinbrenner, wake up. And how the look, if George was still there, these guys would have been gone a long, years ago. I mean, they, there's no way if George was still here, if still the owner. And by the way, isn't it a joke that George Steinbrenner's not in the Hall of Fame yet? What a joke. You know, that's really, you know, don't even get me started. It's a crime. Charlie Finley, too. Finley and Steinbrenner, two of the great owners. In the history of baseball, and they're not in the Hall of Fame? Come on. But if George was still there, these guys would all be gone already. I mean, Hal doesn't care. All Hal cares about is the Yankee brand. Selling out the bill, you know, you get 40000 on a Tuesday night, and as long as they're given the illusion that they're a championship contender and basically making the playoffs every year, even though they haven't won since 2009, haven't even been to the World Series since then, since then, which is like, you know, for the Yankees, it's pretty much like the Jets with 55 years without being there. That's what, you know, that's what it seems like if you're a Yankee fan. You know, 14 years is eternal without winning a World Series or at least getting to one. But it's time to stay. Steinbrenner's got to wake up and get rid of these guys. They, they got to make a move there. Cashman's been there much too long. Uh, Boone has been there too long. They got to make a move. There's no doubt about it. So we'll see what happens. But uh, Yankees open up where they play. Oh, that's right. They got... They got three with the Marlins in Miami, and then they go play the Braves. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. And the Yankees right now, five and a half, as I said, out of the wild card, out of the final wild card, and in last place in the American League East. All right. We'll finish up with the Jets. I could give a rat's ass about hard knocks, right? <laughs> you know, I watched it the other night. It was terrible. Well, I mean, what, what was so good about it? It was basically kissing Rogers' ass, right? All about that. How uh you know, walking onto the practice field and the crowd chanting Aaron Rodgers, right? You know, they they did a little bit on the on the Hall of Fame game, and you know, you see the all everybody standing on the sideline. Rodgers is calling plays, and Randall Cobb is there. Nobody's playing. Sauce Gardner's talking to Darrell Revis. You know, all of that. Nobody suited up. Zach played through that one nice pass down the sideline to what's the guy's? I forget who the receiver that caught it. Not Brownlee, another guy. I don't care. I don't care about any of it. I got my buddy Joey Toriel. Oh, I'm worried about the offensive line. Um, Joey, give me a break, huh? I said I sent Joey, I sent Joey a text when he when he started giving me this stuff about the offensive line because Joey really needs to get a life. But you know, and I sent them the remember Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago when the Packers weren't playing well, and he said said to the media, "Relax, relax." So that's what I said, Joey. A a you know a a, a uh, very Big, if you will, spaced out, relaxed, yo. Relax. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. You know what I'm worried about right now with the Jets? Everybody staying healthy. No injuries. That's all that matters. 
And Aaron Rodgers, I know he's played. They got these uh, joint practices now. They practice this week with Carolina. They play him this week, Saturday afternoon. And then they're doing the same thing, I guess, next week with Tampa, right? Having a joint practice with them. I guess they play them, and then they have the final preseason game against the Giants. I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers anywhere near the goddamn field until opening night against Buffalo. I don't. That's all that matters to me. As I always said, training camp, not so much training camp because you need training camp. Preseason football is like non-alcoholic beer. What's the point? Right? Who cares? <laughs> right? Non-alcoholic beer. What? I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> Tell me the guy that's drinking beer just because it tastes good, right? What? Come on. That's a disgrace. So that's what preseason football is, and I don't really care. Just that, like I said, everybody stay healthy. I'll worry about the offensive line. I still think when all is said and done, Makai Beckman is not going to be here after he pulled himself out of the Cleveland game last week, uh, you know, after seven plays because it was starting to – his knee was getting a little bulky on the turf. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy ain't making a team. I'll be shocked. But I'll worry about it opening night. Yeah. Do I have some concerns about the offensive line? I guess so. But I don't know. Let me see what this kid Tipman is going uh, to be. In my mind, you can always move uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to, uh, to tackle. You know, maybe Connor McGovern plays guard and with Tipman at center. Maybe you do that. And then Dwayne Brown, who's still out, you know, he's still on the uh, uh, unable to perform list, the pup list, whatever the hell they call it. But I would assume he's going to be the starting left tackle on opening night. So right now, as far as the Jets go, I'm really, I, I, my own, the only thing I am worried about as a Jet fan, one thing and one thing only. Nobody gets hurt in the preseason, okay? Outside of that, nothing else matters. And Hard Knocks is terrible. I can only, I can only hope that the second episode is going to be better. Because the first one, really, there was nothing. I mean, yeah, a couple of guys swearing, right? You heard the Ulbricht, the defensive coordinator, say, uh, say the F word a couple of times. Okay. Well, who cares? We had to see Lee Schreiber, right? The guy who's the voice of who does the narrating for the uh, Hard Knocks, come come into camp on a helicopter? And then Aaron Rodgers, you know, basically fawning all over him? Did that excite me? No! All right, I'm leaving. Everybody have a great weekend. I will be on tomorrow. Check my uh, Saturday morning show at 10 on the fan. Uh, enjoy the sports over the weekend. I'll be back on the podcast Monday. All the love. <laughs>